Hi, welcome to Marketer for Hire. I'm your host, Sunny Logsdon, and I understand that not all business owners have a marketing background. That's why I'm here, to provide tips and advice on how to build the right team to unlock your business's full potential without wasting precious time and money. Each week, we'll break down complex marketing concepts into easy to understand pieces so that you can delegate confidently. Whether you're a business owner with a marketer on your team or you're just beginning the journey of hiring a marketer, I'm passionate about helping you maximize success. So if you're looking for ways to get the most out of your marketing budget, reduce frustration from lack of results, and provide clear strategic marketing direction to your team, this show is for you. Hey there, today I am recording a short solo episode to address a marketing gap that might just be keeping you from taking your customers from knowing about you to actually working with you. In other words, it's something that might be the missing link between you and growing your business and getting more sales. I've been seeing this in clients when they initially come to me. They're doing a fantastic job keeping up with their top of the funnel marketing tactics that bring people into the world, but they're not converting them into paying customers. And then they're wondering why. Well, what I'm seeing again and again is that they are not properly nurturing their audience. So what exactly does that mean? What does it mean to nurture your audience? I want to unpack this for you. If you think of the marketing funnel as a journey that your potential customers take from first discovering your brand to all the way down to making a purchase, the three major steps, and you probably know this if you've been listening for a while, are awareness, when people become aware of your services and what you do. The next stage is consideration stage, where people are learning about you and deciding if they trust you, and they are answering the question, can this business actually solve the problem that I have? And they're deciding, are they willing to invest in what it is that you have to offer? Then, of course, the last stage is the conversion stage. And the conversion stage is when they decide to make the investment and to become a client. So when you think of the sales funnel as this simple three-step model, nurturing takes place I like to say it takes place in the consideration stage. I've also heard people say, and I can see it, that nurturing is like the little hump in between the consideration stage and the conversion stage, right? In between when they're deciding, do I buy? And they're saying, yes, I'm going to become a client. But I actually think that it takes place in the consideration stage, that that's when we really have to think about how are we nurturing our audience? How are we nurturing these people who have said, yes, I'm here and I'm interested? Most businesses spend most of their time up in the awareness phase, trying to bring new people into their world instead of investing time and money into the people who have already said, hey, I'm here. I'm ready. Here's why that's a problem. I'm not sure I have to explain it to you, actually. I'm sure it's pretty obvious why this is a problem. But maybe you haven't thought about it this way. Most of your potential clients are in the consideration stage. Those people are your lowest hanging fruit, not to make them sound 
Like they're not super important because they are. But these are the people who are ready. They're ready to say yes. All of those people out there in the awareness stage, they're not ready yet. So let me dive down a little bit deeper here and talk about moving through this funnel. The first thing you need to do is you need to move your audience from the awareness stage into the consideration stage, right? So you want to move them off of that top of the funnel platform. Top of the funnel channels include podcasts, social media, paid ads, browsing your website. Think of top of the funnel channels as any channel where they might be seeing you, learning from you, enjoying your content, consuming your content, but you don't have a way to reach them. And a lot of the times you don't even know that they're there because they're just kind of lurking, right? In most marketing funnels, moving people from that awareness stage into the consideration stage is that little tiny conversion of getting their email address. There are so many ways to get email addresses. That's not what I want to focus on in this episode. It's something that I've talked about before, but just to give you a little glimpse of what those things are, and there's plenty of episodes to go back that talk about these specific things, but offering quizzes is a great way to get people to convert and give you an email address. Lead magnets, webinars, white papers, those are all great ways to exchange information for the email address, to get them to raise their hand in a small way, an easy exchange to say, yes, I want to know more about who you are, what you're doing. I'm willing to learn from you. Okay, so once they're off of that top of the funnel channel, once you have their email address, their phone number, or some way to reach them, if the world fell apart and all social media, podcasting, all of those things went away tomorrow, you would still have a way to reach them, right? I now consider them to be in the conversion stage. And this, like I said at the beginning, is where the nurturing begins. And without proper nurturing, that initial spark of interest fizzles and you risk losing that potential customer. Not only do you risk losing them, but I'm going to say you probably are going to lose them because if you're not staying in front of them and reminding them of the value that you and your business brings, they're going to forget about it. They're either going to fall into the world of one of your competitors that is providing them with constant information, value-driven information, or they're going to forget about their problem and why it is that they came into your world in the first place if you're not reaching out to them. This is where I see so many of my clients dropping the ball before we work together. Many of them, like I said, do a great job getting in front of new audiences, but then they're not sure what to do next. And I think it's because, I think it's social media, to be honest with you. It used to be in the form of advertising, like print ads, digital ads. It still happens in the form of digital ads. But I think because social media is also seen as a free platform that they can get the word out. It's seen maybe as more guerrilla marketing. It's more organic. And so people tend to focus on that and think that that's how they're going to grow their business. And it's just not. It is a great way to bring people into your world, but it is not the way that you are going to grow your business. Okay, so let's dive into five nurturing tactics that I want every health and wellness business, every business in general, actually, 
to incorporate into their marketing strategy. The first one is personalized email campaigns. Now, you might be thinking, okay, I know, I know, I should be emailing my list. Yes, email your list. And even better, go in and tag your list. Figure out what it is that your list is interested in so that you can personalize those email campaigns. There's actually a great episode I would love for you to go back and listen to. It is episode 19 with Marilyn Gill. And in that episode, she shares a lot of insights into personalizing email campaigns and how to tag your audience. So go back, listen to that episode. That will give you some great ideas on how to nurture your audience through personalized email campaigns. You're going to want to provide valuable content. You're going to want to provide exclusive offers for those people who are in your community and give them personalized recommendations to keep them engaged. Okay, so personalized email campaigns, that is the first one. The next one is educational content. So continuing to educate your audience on whatever it is that brought them to you, whatever that challenge is that they're facing that you can fix, you want to continue to educate them on that. And you also want to educate them on what you do to help them overcome that problem. This educational content can include testimonials. It can include trends. It can include statistics. Any information that is specific to what you do, how you solve their problems, why you are an expert, and all the information that they need to know. And while we're here, I just want to say that a lot of times my clients and just business owners in general, and I totally get this, they are hesitant to put all of their knowledge out in the world. And I just want to encourage you to put it out there because the truth is that you can provide all of your wisdom, all of your knowledge and insights, but typically people are not going to be able to fix their problem, overcome their challenge without working with you. It may be because there's not enough willpower. It may be because they need a personalized assessment in order to do it right. It might be because you have expertise that is specific to them. And in the case of my clients, their health and wellness, and without having you there as their advocate and guide, they will not be able to solve whatever it is that they are trying to solve. They will not be able to fix their problem. So don't be scared to put your best content out there. I promise I see it again and again. It will only bring more people into your world and help them to cross that conversion line and become a client. Okay, the third thing is community building. So what you want to do is foster a sense of belonging among your audience by creating a community around your brand. And a lot of times before people are actually paying clients, they're not actually part of that community. But what you want to do is you want to foster the sense of belonging. You want to talk about your clients as a community. You want to create this idea of a group of people that are striving and accomplishing together. And you do refer to 
the people on your email list and to the people that are in this consideration stage, you do want to talk to them as if they are part of your community, but you also want them to know that by actually working with you, they really become part of this community of people who are succeeding at whatever it is that you help them to do. Another piece of nurturing, and I know that this is an obvious one, but it is overlooked all too often because as business owners, we all get busy. We, even mid-sized businesses, you have a team, everybody's responsible for very specific things, and it is really hard to follow up with leads. So I want to encourage you to create follow-up communication strategy. With the strategy, you are going to have a step-by-step process that you go through in order to follow up with leads. Do not let those leads fall through the cracks. Set up automated follow-up sequences to stay top of mind with your potential customers. And I want to encourage you to also flag parts of those follow-up sequences where you are reaching out personally to people who have showed a certain degree of interest. And in that personal follow-up, what you're going to want to do is look at the interactions that they have had with your brand and follow up with something specific. Maybe it's saying, hey, I saw that you attended this webinar. I saw that you downloaded this lead magnet. Just want to follow up and see if that's working for you? Where have you run into challenges? So ask some really specific questions that let them know that you actually are paying attention and you know where they've interacted with your brand. Okay, and the last nurturing tactic I want to talk about are personalized offers and incentives. Show your appreciation for your audience's engagement by offering personalized discounts, rewards, incentives, Maybe giving them valuable information and content that you don't just put out on Instagram, that you are not talking about on podcasts. Give them a next level of content because they are part of your audience. And back to community building, this is part of community building. When someone has engaged with you and they are on your email list or they have come to a webinar, offering them personalized offers and incentives, you can position that in a way that is a way that builds community. So you can say, hey, because you came to that webinar, hey, because you're on my email list and you are such a loyal member of my audience, I want to offer this to you. By doing that, you are not only thanking them for their presence in your community, you're also encouraging them to stay there and be part of your community. Okay, so a quick recap of the five nurturing tactics that you are going to want to incorporate into your marketing strategy to move your audience from the consideration stage and into the conversion stage where they are going to work with you are honing in on those personalized email campaigns, creating educational content that reminds them why they need to work with you. You are going to build a community and foster a sense of belonging among your audience around your brand, and you are going to create a strategic plan for follow-up communications so that those leads do not fall through the cracks. And lastly, 
offer personalized offers and incentives to those people who are loyal in your audience. Remember that the nurturing phase is where relationships are built, where trust is earned, and where the conversions happen. By investing in these tactics, you are not only going to keep your audience engaged, but you are going to turn them into loyal advocates for your brand. All right, that's what I have for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in. And if you found this content valuable, I would love to hear from you over on Instagram at sunny.logston. Until next time, take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Marketer for Hire podcast. I hope you've gained valuable insights to help you delegate marketing so that you can confidently get out of the details. If you enjoyed the show, will you do me a favor? Will you hit the follow button and leave a review and a rating? And if you've heard something that you think will help another business owner, be sure to send them a link to the episode. I'd sure appreciate it. And most importantly, before you go, I just want to say that I know your time is so valuable as a business owner, and I truly appreciate you spending some of it with me today. Thank you, friends, and I'll see you next time.